I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on... Uh, you remember him. On... Uh, remember her? On Absolute Radio. Um, and I'm with Emily and Gareth. Good morning. Hi, Frank. As I am every Saturday morning, really. Mm. There's three, imagine, if you imagine um, we went off like the Apollo 13 mission... Oh. And and now we're just floating in space, just the three, and we're wondering if there's a voice out there, if anyone oh. is listening, if anyone will speak to us. If you'd like to speak to us, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen. We get mm. excited about that. Don't underestimate the effect you have when that arrives on our screens. Yes, screens. True. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. One each. Speaking of screens, <laughs> one each. Yeah. Count it. I um. One. I I have to say I don't have my screen switched on. That's no. that's one of the things I've earned the right. Yeah. It's better, isn't it? We well, learn. I always worry that someone will say something nasty, and I don't want to know. Mm. That's how I live my life. I prefer to bury my head mm. in the lovely, cuddly sand of kindness. Yeah. I mean, you can tell by the flow of tears from me and Emily, but we try and keep it quiet. Yeah, I thought that was my <laughs> kicking you under the desk. Oh, no, we're used to that. No. Okay, well, anyway, I don't want to know. I don't even want to know in the abstract if we get okay. any negative views. Delete that one, Gareth. No, so, yeah. no. <laughs> so, listen, I was I watched um, for the first time, as it's Oscar weekend, I think mm. I can talk about this, I watched um, The King's Speech oh. this week. Mm. But a bit this, retro, love. This was the thrill of it, <laughs> yeah. right? And this made me feel a bit like, like I was being a bit of a, a bit of a character. Being a bit naughty, going a bit sideways, if you know what I mean. I watched it on DVD. Oh, wow. yeah, I know yeah. someone who um, has, has, a, has legitimate. Was it um, no, F- not, not that. <laughs> was it FYC for um, your consideration? It was for my oh. consideration. It wasn't. Yeah, I thought you meant that Chinese bloke on Camden Market. <laughs> it wasn't him. He's probably got it, but not him. No. Oh, I had one of him of Wolverine, and some of the scenes weren't. Some of the special effects weren't completed. <laughs> Oh, I like that. that. Yeah, it's he, like a special he, feature. Yeah, he, oh. took, he took me in halfway through the process. <laughs> the Chinese man from Camden Market. Oh. Don't go to FYC again, yeah. Frank. No, just anyway. it's a mistake if you're a filmmaker to ask the advice of a Chinese man from Camden Market. Well, I don't know if he was involved through. in the process. You think not, I, think, I think they, I think they grabbed well, the how copy. How did he get it? You, one thing you never ask. No. You know when, you, when you're in the Foreign Legion, you never ask anyone why they joined? One thing you never ask the Chinese man on Camden Market is, oh, how did you get these DVDs? That's really... That is so much the wrong question, I tell you. Um, anyway, it was exciting to watch it on DVD. Uh, partly because I was able to fast-forward through all the stuttering. Because oh, I started right. to get on my nerves after a bit. 37 yeah. minutes. I, that was the duration. <laughs> you were thinking he should get that scene to. Well, exactly. <laughs> then I did start to think, well, hold on a minute. Is, is it all right for him not to be a stutterer playing a stutterer in this way? Oh, I see what you mean. It's a little bit like blacking off in the correct. old days. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think yeah. that's what acting's all about, though. Pretending to be something you're not. So Gareth's you're, views so, so, on acting, there, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So you're Anyone, in so your you're studio pro. with Gareth Richards. You're pro blacking really up. Then, acting, is that right? Um, you know, for the part, yeah. You are pro blacking up. Can uh, we make that up? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. oh, course. <laughs> no, but that's just it. It wouldn't be allowed, would it? Gareth Gates should have played George the Sixth. That's what I'm saying. Right. 
<laughs> that would have been Gareth fair. Gate. That was just Gareth Gate. His comment. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> it certainly was. Anyway, I, I, can I say I thought it was splendid? You know, sometimes you go and see a film that everyone's raving about that, that turns out to be terrible. Black Swan. <laughs> um, but this, you keep black up. Black Swan. Gareth, um, stop it. Yeah, Gareth you, Gate. You stop, yeah, stop banging away at the racist door. Yeah. Okay. What if it swings open? We'll all be in trouble. <laughs> So, yeah, so... Um, but you did like it, Frank. I would, I'd really recommend yeah. it. I hope it wins a whole bag full of Oscars. No. I don't know if that's the collective noun for Oscars. I think you, can get, you get a rack. You get you a rack? You keep them in a bag. If you get enough of them, you, they give you a special Oscar rack. Like, you for milk bottles. Is that right? Garrett's insight crate. into the Oscars there. <laughs> yeah. It's a crate, that's what you want. A crate, an Oscar yeah. crate. An Oscar crate, crate if you want. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Like for when you get lots of drinks from a takeaway. Like yeah. That. yeah, I know what a crate is. <laughs> Just because I don't drink anymore, I haven't completely forgotten. I'd say my memory's improved since I stopped drinking. <laughs> Funnily enough, I don't know why that was. Oh, dear. It's you're, it's so, you're um, winning, Frank. Pardon? You're winning, that's why. Yeah, you're right. I thought I'd go as far as to say... Um, <laughs> What is it? It was, oh, wait, Karen, process it. Losers winning. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, more of Charlie Sheen later. Of the Charlie Sheen. Funny I could say, and our guest today is Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I'd be terrified but excited at the same time. You know, like when the first time you sleep with someone. Yeah, like, I'd be feeling. terrified. Yeah, you'd be all right. Um, I'm sure you'd, you'd, you'd gather on the uh, entourage. <laughs> you like the so crew, late. I think you'll find. Is that what he calls them? Yeah, the crew. What, the, the goddesses? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, look, we're just talking for the hell of it here. Um, that's what we're paid for, isn't it? <laughs> According to The Guardian. I read about us in The Guardian. We were in The Guardian. Don't read things about us. Well, I got the producer to check it was positive. Oh, first. first. of all. Oh, OK. Yeah. I did was the same okay? things with my tests <laughs> from the doctors. <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, it was this time. It was good news that it was positive, and um, I uh, I had a look, and uh, it was nice about us. Oh, thank you. Well, actually, it's nice about me. If I'm going to be specific, oh, no, it didn't, didn't actually didn't, mention, didn't you, mention you that you two no. exist. No, oh. I read it as well. We yeah. weren't mentioned. No, yeah, but you know, there's only so much room in an article. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Um, so you can text us on 81215. Mm. And in fact, Frank, we have had a tweet in. And we've had a tweet. Which says... Well, how 21st century <laughs> is that? My favourite century. Uh, it says, Maurice Stewart, Frank Skinner and the Archbishop. Great party. Now, that's not a sentence I ever expected to read. Is that from Charlie Sheen? <laughs> <laughs> the goddesses. Yeah, I, uh, well, God. Oh, the Archbishop. <laughs> yeah. God and the goddesses. Um, yes, well, I, I, went to, um, I went to a party. I'll tell you how this happened. I got invited to a party at Lambeth Palace, which is where the Archbishop of Canterbury lives. And when I got, I, I didn't know why I'd be invited or why, what it now, was. Now, can we just say you are his next door neighbour in a I, sort of strange sitcom storyline yes, here? I am. Um, I live next door to the <laughs> uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> <laughs> but I never, um, I never see him about. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's not like George and Mildred down the steps. Anyway, well, the most reverend. Uh, is he the most reverend? Yeah, he's the most reverend. I think there was a competition. I think he's. Yeah. Um, I Once think he. I think he's gone down. I think he's the second most reverend. Oh, at the moment. gutted. Yeah, I think um, Desmond Tutu came in with a late <laughs> run on the outside <laughs> he is, rail. He is quite reverend. When you turn up at the door, then is there a big is there a big doorbell? How do you get in? Well, the door was open. 
Oh, that's terrible yeah, security, it, that. In Lambeth, it's a risk, <laughs> to say the least. But I went in and I was met by the press officer. And she said, oh, thank you so much for coming. And I said, look, to be honest, I don't, I don't know why I'm here. And she said, well, I understand that on your radio show, when you were talking about celebrities you'd like to be friends <laughs> with, you included uh, the Archbishop. <laughs> wow. She didn't say that. She did. <laughs> that's brilliant. And I said, well, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> So I'm expecting a, a lewd text messages from Jesse Eisenberg at any moment. Well, exactly. That's what I said about him last week. <laughs> yeah, so that was that's that, that's what got me in there. Oh. So um so I met the archbishop, not at all arch. Very uh, no. very open. Big old beard that one. Well, yeah. Lovely I, beard. I, I don't I won't pretend I didn't notice the beard. Yeah. Lovely. It was uh, it was there. But it was uh, he was great. Was he? I loved him. I have nothing bad to say about him. He's great company. Seems a nice fellow. Well, that's the love, it's a lovely way to meet someone that they know you would like to be their friend, and so they've invited you around to be their friend, basically. See, that would yeah. put me... If, so, if I had someone saying they wanted to be my friend, I can't think of anything that would make me avoid them more. <laughs> my whole thing is avoiding anything other than very, very brief and superficial contact with other people. That's how I live my life. I noticed that the, at, the, at the Archbishop's party, everyone I met gave me a business card. The very oh. antithesis of my attitude to life. Yeah. People say, "If you got it, what's your phone number?" I don't know. I don't know my phone number, and the reason I've never learnt my phone number is when people say to me, "Can I have your phone number?" I can say, "I don't know what it is," without mm. lying. Oh, without coming across as rude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I could lie. But I don't <laughs> that. So no, I, everyone was so. And I tell you what they did. This I've discovered the secret of partying. I don't mm. mean in the in the Charlie Sheen sense. Mm. That'll take you, you a while. Didn't you, it? Discovered, <laughs> you discovered the secret of partying at the Archbishop of Canterbury party. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Looking but this is what it. they did. Everyone I spoke to, right? Every, it was, there was a lot of mingling going on. Oh, there was. Is it the most reverends? There is. Everyone I spoke to when they they they'd done with me. When they'd used me up and wished to cast me to one side, they wouldn't just say... sort of party, was it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, verbally. All right. Um, You know, normally you you talk to someone and then you just go off and talk to someone else. And when someone leaves you to talk to someone else, there's that moment when you're just looking around to where you're going to go next. What they did at the the Archbishop's party is they would... As they were going to go off, they'd take you over to someone else and introduce you to them. So you were passed across. Oh, that's quite nice. It was like, do you remember tag wrestling? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the Royal, the battle in Royals mm. and all those? Yeah. And when Steve Logan used to accompany uh, Mick McManus in the tag team. Remember those days? Uh, I'm no. familiar with Mick no. McManus's work, absolutely. Oh, you're familiar <laughs> yeah. with his hair? <laughs> Can't work it out. Plastic, maybe. Um, it's like George's creation. Remember that thing about the, the, one of the fattest men in the world and he had hair made out of um, duct tape? <laughs> and, they, and they said, "Look, George, we've been with you three days. Well, we need to mention. Uh, we need to mention. Uh, we need, he said, oh, I know what you're talking about.' He said, you're talking about George's creation. <laughs> he was George, not only speaking in the third person, but talking about his duct tape hair. <laughs> anyway, what's that got to do with the Archbishop? Oh, get off my back! So, um, so they looked after you. They, they didn't were, make exit strategies. They were like. lovely, and I'll tell you something. There was five thousand of us at the party, and they fed the whole of us with three mini sausage." <laughs> rolls and two satay sticks. How he did it, I'll never know, but there was five baskets of crumbs at the end of the evening, which we gave to the poor outside. And how how was Moira? Well, you know, I saw Moira there, but I never actually spoke to Moira. I think Chris Evans has forbidden her to speak to me. Oh, Oh, does she work with the polka dot? She does. Doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She, um, she... 
doesn't she announce <laughs> on there or something of that nature? Moira, I've been listening to Frank's show and he'd really like to be my friend, but I gather he thinks your radio show is a bit rubbish, so you might want to avoid him. Who was that an impression that was of? The Archbishop of Canterbury. That was the Archbishop of Canterbury for a second. I thought he was in the room. <laughs> you think it was Paul Robeson? Paul Robeson, yeah. Well, you should have lacked up. I would have, uh, have recognised you. Anyway, as I left, and I did, I did that. It was a brilliant night, and I was really excited. I mean, I was, we had a conversation, and I said, oh, yeah, I pick you as my as, as male friend I'd like to have, and Tracy Emin as, as the female friend. Yeah. I said, and then I saw her in a club, and I went over and, and approached her, a story I've told on this show. Mm-hmm. And I told him that. And he said, oh, you're very brave. To, this is my impression. Oh. You're very brave to approach her. He said, I, he said, I always regret. Um, I, I, I saw someone once I wanted to speak to, and then I didn't go over and, uh, and speak to them. And I said, oh, oh really? I said, who was he? He said, W.H. Uh, Auden. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, that's a mistake. Oh, they broadened the criteria. Oh. No, there's a mistake in the system. Oh. Sorry, anyone who's confused. That's only supposed, only supposed to go it's off. It's the initials. It's the initials that's confused. No, it should only go yeah. off if, if you mention A.E. Houseman. <laughs> oh, yes. Another alarm. Working. It's all right, it's working yeah. again. Is that just a separate alarm? <laughs> no, it's a, I, think, I think it must have misheard me. I like the Archbishop's celeb spot, W.H. Jordan. Yeah, exactly. It's great, isn't yeah. it? I thought it was going to be Jesse Eisenberg. Spotted W.H. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I think you should... Not, what was that? I thought it was going to be Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I wish, wish he'd turned up. All my, all my Christmases would have come at once. Yeah. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Life is more than just to read through. I don't know if this life is more than just to read through. It is when you come from my family. I think it's open to debate. Really? Isn't it? My family. A lot of them can't read. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, that was uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think some call them the Red Hot Chilies. Oh. Like, peppers is a, a long way to go. Is that what the most reverend said to you? I bet he did. No, no. He was... Uh, I won't hear a word against the most I reverend. Only, I love the sound of him. He was brilliant. Mm. I do still want him to be my mate, but I didn't feel he went... He didn't, he didn't take my bait. Oh, didn't he? He didn't. Like, you know, he should come over to our flat and uh, didn't... No. Well, he's not going to say he just come over to our flat and stop in. That doesn't happen with the Reverend. Well, I thought, you know, maybe a game of... Uh, what's that one with the uh, Popomatic Dice Shaker? Frustration. Oh, yeah. Is that Boggle? I think oh. it's Frustration. Oh, Frustration, frustration right, OK. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know lots about that. Um, so, listen, Frank, I've been, I've been feeling my age a bit this week. Have you? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Careful. Okay. Um, I tell you for why, gentlemen. Tell me for why. (laughs) Or are you going to tell me for why? (laughs) I'm suggesting that your reasons are on a sort of battleships board, (laughs) and that you just give us the reference. We have to look them up for ourselves. Is that is that is that the routine? No. Okay. Um, What's happened is that I've been using a number of expressions which apparently are a little out of date. Oh. Or so I'm told. For example, I'm moving house, I ring up to council, what, OK, I called the poll tax. <laughs> apparently it's not called that anymore. And the man on the other end of the phone went, the poll tax? <laughs> well, he could he have went, been a bit more subtle about yeah. it. Yeah. He said, that went out 20 years ago, love, there were riots. Well, I remembered that. Then I couldn't remember, and I, tried, and I thought it was community chest, which I then remembered. No, that's Monopoly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Then you've won, you've I went won to a beauty contest. Well, then I went to what I've always called the dump. 
Oh, again, the high-vis men, the men in high-vis didn't like that. Apparently that's really out of date. You're meant to call it the Refuse and Recycling Centre because the dump is very disparaging wow. to people that work. Yeah, because you're saying, where do you work the dump? <laughs> yeah. That's quite rude. <laughs> mm. So that's me. So I I'm went, very old-fashioned. I went to the dump with a mate of mine to get rid of an old sofa of his. And I didn't realise that. Have I, eaten I, it. I'm sticking. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I said you shouldn't have eaten it. Using. Oh, he's saying oh, something I'm disgusting. Don't go no, there. No, no, I'm leaving it. Gareth Gate. And there are people. <laughs> as I still call it the dump. And there are people who who sort of dwell on the dump. I mean, you know, Stig. Obviously, he was, <laughs> he's still there. He's been there since my school days. Looking grumpy. Sort of pig pen character. Anyway. <laughs> These guys, we we got we pulled up in this van, me and my mate. We started taking the uh, sofa off to to, to dump it, yeah. and uh, it never actually touched the ground. I thought these blokes were helping <laughs> us, helping us to get it onto the 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 pile of rubbish. But in fact, they took it off us and then put it in their van. Oh, did they? <laughs> that's what they 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 were they lived the life of a of a sort of seagull type existence, yeah. of just just dwelling on the dump. This wasn't in um, the third world. This was in Cheltenham. Oh, wow. I thought you were yeah. going to say Birmingham. Okay. No, no, it was, it was I, you know, some might think that Cheltenham is a step up from Birmingham. Mm. You know, some snotty types. But mm. um, that was what they did. They hung around the dump and just to see what was done. So is, they could be first. That is true, though. In Cheltenham, what pe- some people throw away would be considered, you know, very... N- I think my mum's got stuff off the dump before. What, in Cheltenham? No. Your mum gave to presents to, to your scavenge. child off the dump, <laughs> yeah. I seem to remember. Yeah, that's right. She got a um, a child's chair out of a skip for Ethan. Of, oh, a, of a giraffe's head. It's a giraffe's head chair that had quite a large crack in it. But mum thought it was still um, yeah. structurally sound. Lovely and hygienic. <laughs> OK. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, in Texas on eight twelve fifteen, best thing you've ever gone out of a skip. <laughs> <laughs> I only ever see old computer monitors. That's what seem to they, they seem to be the great victims. Yeah. And plasterboard. Who's going to take plasterboard? Mm. No good exactly. to anyone. Oh, okay. Well, I've got a few. I um, I tell you what, I tend to say, yeah, which is I think is considered to be old fashioned. Mm. I tend to say brazier. <laughs> it's very old fashioned instead of, of um, bra something about bra brassier yeah so I'll say to, to my girlfriend Kat, why is your brassier by the uh, toaster <laughs> which it always is for some reason I don't know not the same one yeah it goes away comes back a different chilly. one chilly chilly is she warming it up do you think she's warming Maybe, it up do you think a, a, a cup in each slot <laughs> oh yeah no that's that's been known really <laughs> oh no I'd I would love right. to warm it up Oh. Um, oh, what else, too, Frank? Too much information. <laughs> I said too much information. I hate people who say too much information. Mm. I, I always th- find that the people who don't have enough information yeah, generally. Exactly. Sorry, Gareth. I say taped still if I'm sky plotting something or I still say tape it. Yeah. My brother, Akis, he found me up a few weeks ago and he's on <laughs> about... He's, he's, he's a member of some racing club at the pub. Yeah. They have big bets on horses and stuff. He doesn't do any racing, I can't make that clear. And um, he said to me, well, it's better than sitting in front of the goggle box all night. <laughs> I thought, God. He says that <laughs> the goggle box. Goggle box. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I love that Keith says that. Yeah, it's brilliant. So maybe that'll be a phone-in, wouldn't it? Yeah, what, what, yeah. what old-fashioned sayings have you uh, stuck with? I also like people referring to coming from a broken home as well, because they don't say that anymore. Do they not say <laughs> no, that? No, you don't come from a broken home. It's just life, really. Oh, OK. 
<laughs> do people still that, say that thing always a bit free school dinners? Do people still oh, say no, that? Is that regarded as political? No, we used to say that. It's no. Perhaps I shouldn't have brought that up. Yeah. Um, any, I've just thought of a word that I, I used to someone and they really laughed and oh. I didn't know why, but I don't know if I can say it on air. Should we debate? It's not swearing. Mm. What's the start? It refers, it refers to, to do with the physics. I'll try it. Okay. Right, <laughs> Whoa! My friend of mine <laughs> was saying... <laughs> he's saying he met this woman, etc., etc. And it's, oh, just if, I've given the warning now. Oh, it's not I as rude as you think. sick with stress. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he met this woman and they had a bit of a one-night yeah. thing. And I said, well, I hope you wore a sheath. And... Oh. Um, <laughs> He burst out laughing. It is quite Alan Partridge, that thing. I think it... Well, I, I, I'm sorry, I think safe sex is more important than v- vocabulary. What about that? This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, our listeners, well, they're loving this dump action. What? You've you noticed that the phone-ins, that are, the text-ins, rather, that aren't real text-ins are the ones that get the biggest responses. Yeah. Well, they love a bit of this, don't they, Gareth? What is a real texting? That's what you're all asking. Mm. It's a big philosophical question. We of, often have in the zoo here at uh, Absolute. The zoo is the reclining area. Mm. Carry mm. on. There's all sorts they're finding on these dumps. Pete Dodwell, the phone I'm texting you off, I got out of a skip. A skip? Yeah, r- brilliant. A phone that yeah. works in a skip. Imagine the dodgy old numbers you'd find in there. That sounds to me like that. That's a murderer disposing (laughs) of uh, (laughs) evidence, isn't it? Was there any blood-covered clothes in there as well? Check the photos. Um, Paul in Essex says, Frank, I got my computer from the dump. It's brilliant. Yeah, bet it's not. That can't be... Can that be right? Working computers. It's brilliant for an Amstrad. Um, Frank, we've had another one. I found... I found an Indian-style picture in a skip and an sold Indian? it on eBay for £30, Julian cleaning windows in the rain. Wow. An Indian-style picture? I'm liking this. I'm yeah. imagining uh, blue face, seven or eight arms. That, that yes. comes to life. Yeah. When I think about that, it's 30 quid, you've gone to the dump, you've fished around, you found a picture, you've I'm put liking it on your, eBay. Uh, I'm liking your use of tents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the footballer's tents. I've gone into the area, I've looked up. <laughs> the goal has come at me. Yeah. You've found a picture, you've put it on eBay, you've done all, you've posted it. That's a lot of work for 30 quid, is it? Well, there's know. people sitting at home now. Probably not at home. There's people <laughs> cleaning know. their windows in the rain thinking, you know, exactly. you know, I work a lot harder than that for 30 quid, Mr. Gareth, turn up at radio <laughs> and just mess about and get paid. What do you get? Two grand a week? Sickens me. <laughs> We've had another text in. I did not get two grand. No, I have, I have to say. Can we just move on, gets, please? What he gets is a Can long, we not discuss money? A long distance. Let's not discuss money. <laughs> Frank, we can't discuss money. It's very vulgar. Um, hi, Frank. I get You'd, be no good. <laughs> You'd be no good at a gypsy horse fair. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the biggest compliment you've ever paid me. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I don't think it would be the talk of money that you found vulgar at <laughs> gypsy horse oh, What do you mean? There he goes again. <laughs> Gareth Gates. Emily, Emily doesn't like horses. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. She finds it very common. Um, OK. Let's stop talking uh, about gypsies. Back, back onto dumps. Hi, Frank. It's we still call it the dump. There were people doing exactly the same at our dump, meaning what you were talking about with the sofa, Frank. Mm. They would climb into these huge skips if they did not get to you quick enough. A lot of it ended up at car boot sales. They got barred eventually, though. 
<laughs> Who gets barred from a dump? That's, That's a pretty, low point. Th- that is pretty bad, isn't it? When you turn up at the dump and they say, sorry, mate. You know, you've had your warnings. Was it, is there a dress code at the dump, do you think? <laughs> sorry, we sorry just, mate, you're not coming in. We just had a text from Sid on the Isle of Wight. I found a baby squirrel in a skip once. I took it home and my wife ate it. Oh. Is that okay? Was it dead? <laughs> Is that okay? No, not really. I think that's okay. But I don't think that was. I don't think that had been wow. deposited. I think that was that was probably dwelling oh. in the uh, in the skip or just visiting. It's probably looking uh, looking for a uh, um, Amstrad. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I, th- I, I think if you're going to eat a cow, why can't you eat a squirrel? Mm. That's, that's... I want to attack your girlfriend. Well, exactly. So I'd eat it with some uh, relish. Sense of, uh, yeah, I might, eat, I, might, relish. I might have some relish with it. <laughs> so I imagine they're quite plain. The, the squirrel. Not a lot of meat on them. Let's face it. Um... You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Um, we've had some lovely texts. We have. We've got one from oh, um, from two, three, four. Um, oh. Frank, surely the squirrel would be looking for an apple, not an Amstrad. <laughs> squirrel, oh. the squirrel. Oh. Oh. But there was a computer back in the day. There were Acorn computers. Is that remember right? that? Yeah. Oh yes, you're oh, right. Guys. Don't, don't, look, don't read them out so you can top them. <laughs> right? It's a Why funny. Else? It's Why a funny text. <laughs> Use them as some sort of. I'm just step fine ladder. tuning. Just fine tuning. Yeah. <laughs> Workshopping it. Um, we've also had a text in from Karen saying, uh, Frank, my friend Stuart found three pairs of silver opera glasses in a skip in Bristol. <laughs> that bit, bit of Marx Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I like Shelley and not. How marvellous. Three yeah. pairs of silver opera glasses. <laughs> How brilliant. Um, also, Shelley and not says, when I moved into my first flat, I didn't have much money. My mum turned up with a Christmas tree. She'd been driving down the road and saw it sticking out of a skip and stopped and got it for me. It lasted a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> this is February, I'm, I'm imagining. Yeah, you know that time of the, that time of the year? It's, it's, about, it's early January when you start to see the, the Christmas trees. Just... Mm-hmm. Some people just leave them at the side of the road. Mm. I that? guess that was a plastic one, not a... Do you think it was a, oh, an organic one? Well, how do you get rid of yours? My mum used to get whatever boyfriend we were going out with to take it... They used to have to go and dispose of it somewhere. Whatever really. boyfriend we were going out with. <laughs> 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 well, so we changed not, a lot. Let's not ask too many questions. It's very, it's very, we were in demand. It's Charlie Sheen thing. Me and the, the crew. This morning. Me and my girlfriend, just the one, we went yeah. to... Uh, we <laughs> now went, it's we just went, the one. We went, to buy a, yes, we went to buy a Christmas tree a couple of years ago and uh, she'd been told, erroneously, as we discovered, mm. um, that uh, you had, you're supposed to water the uh, the real Christmas trees. Put them in the pot, keep watering, oh. make it going. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that might be true. Uh, well, we asked the man, huh? who admittedly was a strange character who sold the Christmas trees <laughs> and uh, I said do you water these? He said no I said okay, we've, I said we've been arguing about that all he said well don't get me involved <laughs> in, a, in a very sudden staccato, slightly <laughs> frantic manner wow. so uh, I don't know so you're saying it might be true, you do have to water I I've heard that I think somewhere <laughs> I from as a reliable. Well, on what authority do you speak? <laughs> I don't know if the shouting staccato man is the man to take. Maybe I'll Google it. 
No, no, sorry, one, one, the listeners on there, they know everything. Yeah, yeah they do. Let's know. Um, Frank, we've also been asking people, or we mentioned, you know, we were talking about using old, retro refs. There was me with my poll tax. You mean retro references, yeah, don't you? Yeah, retro refs. Refs yeah. is quite retro in itself. Not, not referees. <laughs> no, mm. no, no, not, not old refs. Not like Clive Thomas. <laughs> That's yeah. what we want. Well, you see, I didn't know the name of an old referee. No, that does not surprise me. <laughs> we did. Me and David Badil worked with Clark on all reminisce. Where's my pipe? Oh, go on. <laughs> me and uh, David Badil did uh, well, some film. Well, someone get Frank a pipe! <laughs> with uh, Clive Thomas, the uh, referee, and he's talking about this match, and he says, um, so, uh, it's nearly times. <laughs> And that times is what he called the uh, oh. half time and the end of the game. And we we, we oh. use times. it's nearly times <laughs> forever. I mean, it's it's, it's so marvellous. Yeah, sorry, carry on. Well, we've got um, Nicola in Bexley who's accusing her ch- children of using retro refs. Wow. Really? Talk, talk about dated. <laughs> After a stressful week with the kids, my older girls were arguing when I heard them shout, Mum, I snapped back at them, to, for Christ's sake. To which my four-year-old replied, Oh, keep your hair on, Kojak. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where, <laughs> I don't four-year-old child saying, who keep your hair on, I, Can I say I completely winked at the blasphemy in that, but we'll oh, ignore oh, it sorry, for the Oh, sorry, sorry. But um, that's brilliant. Mm, I, yeah. I, I'd mm. forgot about Kodia. So would I, but the four-year-old's still going there. Mm. He must Did have a very know? old telly. Well, of course, Kojak was a very old telly. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and Debbie says also... Only last night my hubby um, told me off for telling our three-year-old to flush the chain and put the towel back on the pipes. What's that? I don't even know what that is. Towel on the pipes, so oh. like on a warm pipe, I imagine. Oh. Wasn't it that old Lindisfarne? Towel on the pipes is all mine, <laughs> all mine. Towel on the pipes is all... Is that it? Is that it? Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, Ruth from Newcastle has said, Frank, Emily and Gareth, I'm a gardener and you definitely need to water Christmas trees or the needles drop off really quickly. Love the oh. show. I never, all the years, mm. I've had Christmas trees that. in the house. Well, most Christmases we have one. Yeah. And uh, what about those, those ones that come, you know those ones that come on a sort of a section of tree trunk? Oh, yes, I know. So I know like they, those they ones. Those yeah, big old stump. Like a stump on the mm. bottom, yeah. Mm. I mean, where would you put your water? Exactly. You'd have to go intravenous. <laughs> <laughs> we always have fake ones in my family. We've got... Don't um, water them. ...the wire and plastic ones. I can see you this year watering a silver one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our optic fibre one that we've got. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't water that. that. That's really... I never knew that. Thanks. I, tell you, I, I told you they'd know. They know mm. everything. They do. Um, I, had a gear, I did Leicester Comedy Festival last weekend. Shot off straight off from the show... On the train to Leicester. Your life. I know. I like the way you said it like it was BAFTAs. <laughs> <laughs> I did Leicester Comedy Festival. Come on, it's brilliant. It's highly respected. Yeah, is it? Leicester, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. It's one of the best comedy festivals. Is it? Let's not put them in order. But, um. <laughs> well, no, let's put it. Let's, we can spend a couple of minutes putting <laughs> okay. them in order if you like. No, I no, let's not. Really, the. Oh, by um, the way, you can text us on 8 12 15 if you've got. Not about Leicester Comedy Festival, mm. but I mean about anything. Carry on. Um, and I did, I did the show. I did in Edinburgh, stand up between songs, and um, there's something that's only ever happened to me in Leicester. Laughs? <laughs> no. Okay. <sighs> I 
honestly. Oh, I like the snort. Rude. We'll keep the snort. I also like the way you trail my story by telling people they can text in. If you're looking for something to do during Get Out of Story well, coming no, up, you can text I, I figured um, that your story uh, would cause such a stir. a cup of tea now. People would want to respond to it. I thought they might text in some applause at the end of it. Um, and uh, so I start the show and um, this had happened to me once before in Leicester and it happened again in Leicester and I think it was a different man I started the show and an old man said where's the Omnicord? Oh. Hmm. That's the what they call the in- toilet isn't it in Leicester? <laughs> no <laughs> the Omni- No it's the instrument I play I play yeah. the Omnicord No I, and, I um, knew that obviously I knew that I was being facetious <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I said oh I do the, that later and he goes, right, I've just come to see the Omnicord. Because huh? you want to see it there. Right, right, then and there. And I said, well, I'll, I'll do some jokes first. Right. But that, it made it oh, awkward. It made the gig oh. awkward. Set up a bit of a... Because it was very polite. People in Leicester are lovely. And then there's one man demanding. Um, and so I did a couple of jokes. And then uh, and then he said, why don't you do the Omnicord? Oh, dear, he was, he was <laughs> persistent. <laughs> oh, he was. So, very so, so I decided it might be time for a song on the Omnicord. <laughs> oh, you were you about yeah. to, to press? How old was this old He's man? He's probably um, in his 70s. Oh, well, no wonder he was in a rush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably had his get... bucket list. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that he's, was it. That was on there. He's already got his Michael Parkinson free pen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's just for inquiring. <laughs> <laughs> if you join, you get a welcome gift. <laughs> you believe that? Said because he said because there's two ways you could play the Omnicord with a cartridge oh. or live. With a cartridge. And I Gareth, said, it sounds like he was talking more than you. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like someone who'd benefit from a cartridge. <laughs> he was, um, <laughs> no, he said um, because I think I think it's later editions of the Omnicord you can put in like a cartridge and it works like a you know. He was a, he memory. was an Omnicord he was an aficionado. Yeah, yeah. I see. Um, and so well. Partly the nice thing about that is that I think normal people, if they're looking for a particular part of the show, they will just sit politely and just wait for the bit they like. Like myself? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas he was... Um... Look, if you go to a strip club, you wouldn't be there saying, no, can you just come on yeah. naked? I don't want yeah. all no, this. No, I think Charlie Sheen might say that. <laughs> yes, he got straight to the chase. Um, can I say I never go to a strip show? Can I make that clear? No, but it's quite nice to be told what someone wants. That you can. I think he, if no one else, went away pleased. So you did all your my... songs in a lump at the no, front. No, I, of I that. did. I did a song. And mm. did he? Did he respond? In, did he offer his? He said that he was very pleased. Well, he said very pleased. He said he was very <laughs> pleased with it. Okay. Oh, so you gave a strange verdict yeah, at the I end said, of the well, show. And how, was, how, how pleased are you? Are you sure it wasn't Simon defense? Cowell? <laughs> <laughs> he was extremely demanding, I must say. I like the sound of him, though. He's a man who knows what he wants. Yeah, he was good. And, and that's happened to me once before, and it was in Leicester. And I think it was a different man who, right at the start of the show, said, I've just come to see Omnicord. A different man yeah, a said different that? different man, but still in Leicester. It's very... Very odd. So. I think you're. F- I, I remember reading there was a, a face transplant in in Leicester about <laughs> four months ago. I think you'll find it's the same. That does make some sense of. The well, appearance. unless it's a big a big omnicord. Oh, well, did he? Did he looked a bit baggy, did he? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, well, that was that. Be him then. Yeah. It won't be um, Isabel Dinoir because hers is all settled in by now. You know the woman who's mm. dog oh, ate she her. She looks face. super now. Yeah, so that's been a great success. Mm. 
Um, <laughs> right. It's not off. She doesn't get a, a name check often enough. I've often I've said that on Absolute Radio. No, Isabel Dinoir. I've no. said uh, at the end of a um, OC breakfast show. <laughs> we only have this excellent. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, Frank, we've just had a text in saying uh, what on eight twelve fifteen. I like the way you assumed a slight pterodactyl position when you said that. We've got this is from five four nine. I was thinking nine. raptor. Okay, five four nine. Is Frank wearing a Harry Hill type collar today? Wow. Harry Hill type. What are the chances of that? <laughs> um, no, is it, has it gone? I feel now. I, I think I've gone down the bottom. That's what's happened. It's, it's splayed. Got a hill. It's yeah. splayed a bit. No, yeah. I'll, I'll button that. I forget that people are actually watching us as well as... Uh, yeah. As well oh, as yeah. Is that better? There's some good collar rustling action there. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Uh, OK. Good. Um, what, oh, yeah, speaking of the, the fans thing that you were on about, mm. um, the old man fan, the uh, the Omnicord fan, I, uh, I met uh, Kat Dealey. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, you know her. So you think you can dance? It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit aggressive. Isn't yeah, it? Why story? bring that on? <laughs> to do with it. Anyway, uh, and she said to me, uh, "Oh, you were really nice to my brother once oh. in Spark in uh, was it Sparkbrook? I think it was Sparkbrook, yeah, in Birmingham." Oh. She said, uh, "You were walking past a cafe, and they were in, and they all waved and shouted at you, and you went in and had some chips with them." Oh, um, extraordinary! Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, are you hungry? <laughs> I I, I, don't, I I mean, I sort of vaguely remember. I mean, it could have been Graham Norton. I'm mistaken for him yeah. all the time. Or well, um, so, Stephen Tompkinson, Frank, you get too. Oh, yeah, but would either of them have gone in for chips? No. Stephen Tompkinson, maybe if he's trying to get into character for Brassed Off. Yeah. But not Graham Norton. I mean, you, you know, if you get um, chip fat on a velvet jacket, it's ruined. Mm. <laughs> so I thought it's it nice. how it, nice you were to her brother. That's <laughs> whether it's Graham Norton. <laughs> oh, wow. <gasps> Gareth Gareth Gates. So anyway, um, <laughs> there was. Uh, <laughs> it was nice that because who would have thought that would ever come back to me, you know? So just goes to show, you know, they said what they say: be yeah. nice to people You're on the way, to what a goes fan on the way up, because you're yeah. liable to meet them at Absolute Radio. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, uh, I met a woman at the. I don't know if I told you, I went to the Archbishop of Canterbury's party. Oh, of, uh, God, he's uh, never going to stop going. I met a woman this. from the Church Times who said to me, um, My daughter used to live in the flat upstairs um, from you. Uh-oh. She said, And uh, oh <laughs> she said, I was staying there once. She said, And I left the, the bath running and it overflowed. Mm. And um, her bath runneth over. Exactly. <laughs> She said, I had to go downstairs and uh, knock on your door. She said, I don't know if you remember. Mm. She said, and um, she said, I had to knock on the door and say, I've left my bath in and the, and the water's gone through the floor into oh. your flat. And she said, can I say you were really lovely and understanding about the whole thing? And oh, I was... nice. I was, lovely reviews. Yeah, lovely <laughs> reviews. So, this, so the phone-in is, is there any people out there I've been really unfriendly to? <laughs> <laughs> Just to even the balance of this. Wow, sir. Not not ex-girlfriend now. Obviously, yeah. (laughs) Or not my current girlfriend even. (laughs) But um, yeah, just or just generally, when celebrities have been a bit off with you, I I love those stories. Yeah, Yeah. I don't like it when they're rude. Always be nice to the fans. I find always be nice to everyone. Mm. You know what my dad used to say? It's nice to be nice. 
Then he used to beat someone up outside a public house. <laughs> but, you know, you've got to have someone to aim at in life, even if it's the other bloke's nose. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Working towards a mintier world with three more soft mints. Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had a text in saying, Dear Gareth and Emily, please could you reread the message regarding the three pairs of opera glasses as Frank's reply, Remarks Brothers, was genius and did not receive uh. the rightful love that it deserved. <laughs> well, you know, when that joke, I, it, it, some of them do fall on stony ground. <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> I'm fertile soil. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you've proved that, to be honest. Whereas I am barren as a brick. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, I thought, nice. I thought, oh, that's gone a bit, but I thought there'll be someone out there, yeah. someone out there that will reach. That's well, what the podcast go. is for. You can listen to it again on the podcast. Yeah, but I, I don't like the idea that people have to re-listen to try and find something funny, like but when you pan for gold. <laughs> just keep keep riddling and eventually the mod will clear. But um, I very much appreciate... What was the name of that lady? That was actually from a gentleman. Oh, that was a gentleman? A gentleman caller. Um, <laughs> he's called himself Mr Larry Sanders Joe, which sounds like a little bit of a made-up name. Mm. Well, we'll see, but I appreciate mm. that. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, thanks for noticing. Is what I'm saying. Well, talking of noticing, someone has spotted you, Frank, out mm. and about. Okay. Well, this isn't a text from the Archbishop of Canterbury. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from Frank at my party <laughs> I held. <laughs> I um, think it's quite a good impression, and I'm sticking by it. So, you well, like, you haven't met him, so how do you know <laughs> what he talks like? Exactly. Um, this is from Jill Grimwood. Frank, I once sat next to you whilst you enjoyed a Sunday lunch at Renouf's in Rochford, Essex. Did I? Really? Yeah, extraordinary. I don't remember um, Renouf's. I like the sound of it, though. <laughs> Is I it some sort of medieval <laughs> banqueting <laughs> joint? I didn't feel it was appropriate to say hello, but now I feel that I've missed out. And had I waved, you may have joined us for a plate of chips. Surely not a plate of chips in Renouf's. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a Dauphinoise potato. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should have done. I'll, I'll speak to anybody. And, um, you will actually, to be fair. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a compliment. When it... Coming from Emily, it sounds like a terribly disparaging <laughs> remark. You'll speak to anyone. Well, you, you work it out. Um, but when we saw Ian Lavender and he fell over, you didn't speak to him. No, well, he was on his knees. I know he was. You know, and I, 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 I never speak to people who are on their knees. Next. So Anna Cheryl was also texted and said, I met Barry thank Gibb. Thank you. Sometimes I'll say thank you. <laughs> Cheryl, I met Barry Gibb. I met Cheryl. Barry Gibb. Yes. Which one is Barry Gibb? Uh, the hat or no, the weave? No, you didn't meet Barry Gibb. She's met Barry <laughs> yeah. Gibb. Is he the hat or the weave? I don't know. Oh, He's dear. the hat. That sounds like how me and Gareth. Mm. Robin, is, <laughs> Robin is the weave. And I think, I think no, Barry. one of them's not alive anymore, so let's no, be very Barry, careful. that's Barry, isn't it? No, no. Let's get off the We're Bee Gees. Sure. Barry's yeah. the weave. Barry's the weave. No, no, Robin's the weave. Barry's the hat. I like the producer. Rarely speaks on the show, other than to say, "No, Barry's the weave." Yeah, and first thing she said on the show is wrong. Barry's the hat. Morris is the beard. Make him sound like East End criminal. Yes, yeah, Morris like is like the lion. You know the lion. Yeah, sort of no, that's character. Barry, isn't it? No, no that's, that's Barry Morris. the lion. Oh, no. I'm lost. Anyway, he looks like a Morris. One of the Bee Gees. <laughs> Hey, they met Barry Gibb and he was lovely and even came came to a payphone to call my sister to say hello. Pre mobile phone days. Sadly she was out. Oh, oh no. Oh. And probably pre answer phone days yeah. as well. Yeah. Just rang out. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Frank, another meeting with Frank, but you were musical, not rude. 
house in Harborn many years ago. It's truth. I went to see a friend who you shared a house with. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you did... <laughs> You did the intro to Hawkwind's Silver Machine <laughs> using a coffee maker. No, it wasn't a coffee maker. It was a goblin tea's made. Where's she now? And then your own guitar musical abilities. No chips. That, Louis Shaw. I love that. No, that is true. I've told you this before. I used to wake up every morning like that. That, that. Before it cooks the tea, a goblin tea's made, it starts to boil the water. You get... And I used to keep my guitar by the side of bed, yeah. do 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 and, and do the opening to um, Silver Machine. <laughs> Thanks for remembering, though. Louis Shaw. Louise Shaw. Oh, Louise Shaw, OK. Louis Shaw. Well, it could have been. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, lovely to hear from you, Louise. We didn't have many visitors there that got out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, there was a couple who used to live there, I remember. The woman was doing a positive thinking course, and I went in the room... Um, she'd had some troubles, to be fair, and she'd been on this thing to give her greater confidence, and she had a big piece of paper on the wall that said, you are absolutely fantastic. Oh. And I said, have you been opening my mail? <laughs> <laughs> she took it really badly. And then um, my friend used her bath water and, uh, oh. before she got in it, and she chased him out of the house with a bread knife. Wow. Oh. There you go. Um... <laughs> Frank Skinner. Radio. Saturday morning! Excellent. <laughs> still works, I think. Some things, you know, they get a bit out of date, but that still works. <laughs> I did, um, you may have seen me, I was on um, live television, BBC One, last Saturday. Yes. As a judge. Oh, yes, I did see that. Some of you may mm. think, oh, judge ye not, for as ye judge, so shall ye be judged. Well, I went across there. Mm. And um, I, uh, I tell you what... Oh, it's an interesting grammatical point we might want to discuss. I, um, the two hosts of the show were Alex Jones, woman from uh, The One, one show, show. yeah. Very mm -hmm. curved, hair like an upside-down tulip. <laughs> and um, Steve Jones, handsome, yes. both Welsh, yeah. very good-looking lad. They used to date. I think they've been open about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh. Well, when they were introduced in the dress rehearsal... The guy said, and, and here's your hosts, yeah. <laughs> Alex and Steve Jones. Oh. And I thought, well, that's an interesting point, <laughs> isn't it? Because they are both called Jones, yeah. but you can't really do that if they're yeah. not married. But why can't you do it? Oh. Why bother point. saying Jones twice? <laughs> Otherwise, you have to do something odd with the intonation on the second Jones. You say, yeah. Alex Jones and Steve Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? What a coincidence. Has to be the sort of, you know, yeah. the subtext. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not saying that's the most exciting thing that happened. I was, um, I got some stick because I. Uh, Which, uh, the judging panel, Frank, was you, Graham Norton, Graham and. Graham Norton and um, Greg Davis. Yes. From the In Between Us. And mm. me and Greg were in, um, well, they called them Winnebago's, they were caravans. Oh, they were okay. caravans on the car park. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, Graham Norton, what do you know? Was in Star Dressing Room indoors. Ah! <gasps> <gasps> mm. We were a bit... Um, he feels the cold. Yes. Mm. It was like... And Greg um, Davis won't fit in a caravan. No. It's going to be cramped for him. He's, I know. Well, the whole thing was a big, big fat gypsy wedding for us both. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they said, uh, um, do you want to watch the dress rehearsal give you an idea of what they're, you know, what they're doing and stuff? And I said, do you want to do that? It says, um, the, 
you, can you go into to Graham's dressing room to watch oh. it? Uh-uh. And oh. uh, so we went in. And uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, Graham was lovely, mm. but there was a sense of um, lovely if grand. Um, I felt we, you know you have to back out like with the Queen. I felt a bit. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, I meant out of respect. Oh, come on. Would I ever say that in a million years? You've sickened me. Listen. <laughs> oh, that's so, lovely. Thanks. Um, that's what most of our listeners will be making that noise, I would have thought, this time of a Saturday morning. Not most of them. I'm saying 43%. That's a guess. Yeah. But maybe we can that's do a show it. of hands. Okay. It wouldn't be that easy. So you did the judging. I, I thought you judge. did quite well, can I say? Thank you very much. Because it was a tough call. I don't like the quite, but... Um, <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to be accused of being sick of hunting. Well, there was a, there was an out-and-out winner. Oh, yes, yeah. I mean, Russell Kane. Mm. Um, no, he was good. He who, who was, I think, hosted this show in the past. Yes, I never, I don't listen to it when I'm not on. He has been on this show. Um, mm. He was one of our clients briefly. Yes, mm. and um, he was magnificent. I must say, as um, as Beyonce, mm. and he did look a bit. Like the Iggy Pop poppy in the insurance <laughs> But I See mean, you, you know, mean. you can't yeah. expect him to look. Um, no. If anything, he looked a little darker than Beyonce. Mm. He had all those moves down, though, Frank. You know, there's a rumour that she's sort of bleaching. I don't know if that's true. No. But she's, she's got paler. Mm. She might just be poorly. Nothing a Beecham's wouldn't sort out. <laughs> or a beach. Yeah, or a beach. Oh, God, he's on top form today. Wow. Love this guy. Can I just say. I love this guy. <laughs> I think um, is it Barry and Colin? Not much effort. Are they the Bee Gees? Rubbish. No, <laughs> Barry and Colin are the interior designers. Who they, were were rubbish. they were rubbish. They were rubbish, Frank. I said, did I? I tried to be subtle. I said, yeah. you know, sometimes this show is is just about people dressed in silly clothes messing <laughs> about, and that's of course exactly what that was. But Russell, he'd, he'd gone the extra mile. Yeah. Did we have any news on the uh, on the Bee Gees? By the way, did we have a? Yes, we did, Gad, didn't What we? I'm wanting, you know when you see those mm. diagrams, like you see a photo of the Queen with several uh, Commonwealth statesmen, and then yeah. underneath it you'd get a silhouettes of them with numbers, <laughs> yeah. and it told you who those people were. That's what Frank, I want with the Bee Gees. Stephen Watford has solved it for us. Oh, OK. Barry is big hair. Not Stephen Walford. No, Stephen Watford. OK. Barry is big hair and beard. Oh, that's Barry. Morris is past, and Robin is the weedy one. Love the show. No, I should have known that because mm. um, I received, um, I think, three consecutive Christmas cards from Robin and his wife. Oh, really? Only three? Only three. I don't know. I think when I sent back and said, lose the hat, um, <laughs> he was he upset because the wrong one. Oh, Frank, someone's bumped into you. Frank wants posed for a photo with my boyfriend at Cheltenham Literature Festival. I love the places you're spotted at, Frank. Not being a terribly proficient photographer, it took a while to get them both in focus. Frank suggested that oil paintings of him had been completed in a shorter time. <laughs> <laughs> However, he was very patient and much friendlier than other celebs we, we saw that day. Thank you very much. I said yeah. it. People have been nasty to but th- there yeah. is no one. No. Clearly, <laughs> that, that's tremendous news. That was, yeah. It was at that same literature festival I was doing a book signing yeah. and a lady came up to me in the queue and said, oh, I don't know if you remember me, we had a one-night stand in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Girlfriend was about six feet away. It was an awkward moment. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. That was uh, Dancing in the Dark. Bruce Springsteen. Go away, Bruce. Go on, go on, Bruce. Go on. I had to throw a stick in the end. <laughs> Gertrude, that's here. something you don't hear often now, Frank. Gertrude, when the poles got England out the cap. Gertrude, yes. <laughs> 
Oh, courage, best, courage, best, courage, best. That shines the rest. Don't take my word for it. Put it to the test. You can't be the born of courage, best. I've been down the east. I've been down the west. I've been, uh, oh, I like the little galloping horse. In Thank the you very there. much. Great. Reminds me a bit of my uh, John Wayne cuckoo clock. Oh, how are you getting on with that? Still loving, loving it. it? Good. Loving it. So, look, what about Charlie Sheen? What? It's no big deal. Quit panicking. <laughs> oh, it's the best thing ever. The interview, I recommend any of you to listen to the interview he does with a bloke called Alex Jones. Not mm. Alex Jones. Not, Alex. not Ben Jones either. No, but no, no with Alex. Oh, Alex not Jones. Yes. Alex I'd Jones, love Charlie, Charlie Sheen on the one show. Yeah. Would he that should would be on all the shows now. Yeah, I wish he'd come in here now. Can you imagine yeah. what the place would be like now? We'd wow. be huddled in one corner, terrified. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's I happened to him? If you imagine that Hollywood stars are a bit like the Daleks, you know, in the centre of every Dalek, there's a black oozing slime, which is what an actual <laughs> yes. Dalek is. And all, everything around it is actually the, the armoury. Yeah, in the, the Five Dalek. Doctors, you see um, a Dalek exploded and you see the thing inside. Oh, I've, I forgot that bit. Mm, yes, good. Okay. Well, um, Charlie Sheen, if, if you imagine that every Hollywood star has a black, slimy unbearableness <laughs> inside them, Charlie mm. Sheen has decided to dispense with the outer <laughs> casing mm. and let it all out. So when he speaks, I, I think Hollywood speaks. Yeah. Oh. And uh, it's really been spectacular. There's a level of arrogance beyond arrogance. I think... Sorry, didn't make the rules. <laughs> Oops. If uh, maybe Derek Akora could, could, could arrange this, if Adolf Hitler could hear that interview, I think Adolf... <laughs> Hitler would say of Charlie Sheen, he's a bit full of himself. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Oh, some of the stuff he says. When he says, are you going to marry? And he says, I leave marriage to amateurs and the Bible grippers. And then he says, the Bible grippers. <laughs> Why does he repeat it? Because it's so good, he thinks I'll say that, I'll say that twice. And, yeah. oh, it's... My I like... Sorry, go Sorry, on. my favourite quote is that he talks about something that someone... Uh, he does that people don't understand and he goes yeah. oh wait can't process it losers winning <laughs> goodbye <laughs> and the whole thing is, is about how everyone's life is about their yeah. ugly wives and their ugly children and they should sit Poor back and just children. watch the spectacular show that, I, mean, yeah. I know there are ugly children but one doesn't refer to them well exactly he's not looking so hot himself now well According to the bloke who interviewed him, he's the most sycophantic interviewer. He was I, unbelievable. I, I mean, wasn't I've, he? I've heard myself lapse into "I absolutely love your show" a few yeah. times, and I don't love myself for it. But this bloke, Charlie Sheen, I don't want to say anything illegal, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised to find that he was aided by various things. Well, yeah, he was completely wired it sounded like and this bloke said you know Charlie I've never seen you so (laughs) energised it's a beautiful way of putting it no he's not on the stuff anymore he's um, he said he's He's healed himself he's healed himself with his brain he's working out twice a day as well yeah what is he working out though where his dealer's got to I liked it when Alex Jones also said, they say you don't have a hernia. You know what? I've seen your hernia. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. Bit. No, I didn't. This like guy, his yeah, whole thing was, oh, well, I've been to your house. Yeah. Me and you were really good friends. Oh, yeah. it was, it's, it's, I say it is Hollywood. If you want to, yeah. don't watch the Oscars. Listen to this instead. In case you don't know, he's gone off. Uh, he's gone off on holiday, hasn't he? With the crew, he calls. I say he's gone off on holiday. What is the rest of his life? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you go to be more relaxed and wild than than he is at home? I think you'll find he's gone off with two smoking hotties. (laughs) Well, he's taken a a porn star, as she's described. I hope that's not too dismissive of what she does for a living. Brie Olson. Brie Olson. 
Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but I understand uh, porn stars never use their real names. They, you know. Oh. What what is, is, who would call themselves Brie <laughs> no, in that line avoid of Avoid cheese. Yeah, <laughs> any, any cheese reference. Anything that's going to go off. Yeah, just don't even think about heat. it. And also, he's taken his nanny. <laughs> he's got two, I think he's got twins that are two years old. He's obviously heard of people taking their nanny on holiday and mm. thought that's quite a good idea. They include the children in that. <laughs> they don't take the nanny on holiday and, and, and leave the children. Not if they're Gareth's parents, they don't. That's what are, they in a, are they in a skip? No, he calls them the goddesses, and um, he said that um, <laughs> what they have, they don't, they're not married. What they have is a marriage of the heart. Yeah, oh. heart. He corrects <laughs> himself because there's three of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's him and two women on on holiday. <laughs> it could work, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, I, I very much, um, I, I very much recommend uh, you listen to the yeah. uh, chart. I've got an even better jingle than that. Listen to this. Oh, Mr. Sheen. Oh, Mr. Sheen. <laughs> yes, uh, that's what Alex Jones should have played throughout the, every time he yeah. said he said something terrible like, uh, "Don't make the rules." Oops. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sheen. It would have been a better interview. Winner rhymes with winner. Yes, that'd be. Uh, Is that what he said? Winner right. rhymes with winner. Yeah. Yeah. He says winning anyone rhymes with winning. I tell you what, <laughs> I think he's losing it. I do. <laughs> that's my theory. Wow. Anyway, um, you can listen. That's about it for us. That uh, you can listen to not the weekend podcast, which is available from Wednesday, which is a podcast we do, which is nothing to do with this show. I don't think we're reproducing because we aren't. I'm certainly not. <laughs> and uh, Ben Jones is on next. Um, it's been lovely, hasn't it today? Mm. Thank you so much. Thanks for all your fabulous texts. If we didn't read them out, um, we just didn't get around to. But we still love you. Um, Ta-ra a bit. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With Treeball Soft Mints, bringing a softer, mintier feel to your Saturday morning. Absolute.